just a part of them. Is it? Are we on air? We're on air. Welcome back. On air, but like, I mean, we're on the ability to stream and stuff to the world. Yes, we are. But you know what? You know, I think I thought I thought, I thought about thinking. Mm -hmm. I think I thought I thought I thought about thinking. I think I thought I thought I thought about thinking. Think, 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 think. Coming from you, from downtown Corpus Christi, Texas. <laughs> it's another episode of the Cheap Hot Podcast. I'm Brent. That's Ben, and hey, we're here to uh, lay it down. I'm the thinker. He's the thunker. <laughs> <laughs> thunker, you got to get it right. My bad. My bad. All right. How talking about magic? No. When you first said that, I uh, want to talk about the magic of the storytelling. I know that, but I mean. You said magic first. The magic of story. And it's magic. How books spark the imagination and creativity of people. Yeah, I was just thinking about a Steve Miller band song. Maybe. Uh, Refresh my memory. Yeah, well, I'm trying to think of that still at this moment, and maybe our listeners can uh, remind me of that. Yeah, yeah. Send us an email, make a comment on our podcast, and let us know about that Steve Miller band. Uh, oh, oh, it's magic. I don't think that's it. That's not, maybe that's not. Anyway, the magic of storytelling. Well, I mean, a song tells a story. Mm -hmm. Some yeah, of them. And how songs do as well. Yeah, yeah, not just uh, movies and books, but songs as well. Yeah, the magic of storytelling. The magic of. How to, how to intrigue your audience, or how to intrigue the reader, or how to intrigue the, the uh, listener, or whatever. Have you ever heard of a, a song? Remember, when you think of that, when you hear that song again, it actually puts you in that first place you ever heard that song. Like, so, when you think, when you hear that song, it will bring you back to that first time you heard it. You'll remember parts of that day, or that moment where you are. The age you were, have you ever had that experience? I do. You think that's kind of a magic because it's kind of like transforming back in time into memory. Mm, I think it's like a natural thing, but it, but then again, when you talk about the, the the natural, what do they say? Fact is stranger than fiction. Um, the things that intrigue our mind usually the reality of things are more interesting than. Some people like the sci-fi. Some people like the fictional stories, but they have to be related to something that is real, I guess. You know, someone's imagination came up with something and and made it intriguing for the, uh, you know, they shared that with someone and, and it intrigued others to listen or read about what they're doing, you know. Now, one thing I do like about uh, and stories and movies is the art of Mm -hmm. So, it's it doesn't always happen in music. A lot of times it does, and it just takes you on for a ride. And the art of it, it's it's really magical in a way that I'm looking for a better word. But how the how it just captures you, and it takes you along. And when it's done right, it's or you know very good. It's, it's an amazing thing. We look for that. We look for entertainment. All of us. 
mean, I, I think um, you, we all want to be entertained. And we all, I think one of the reasons why you're saying that, one of the reasons friendships are made is that we tell stories to one another. We explain things about life and we explain things that are humorous uh, to one another. And it's, we find it interesting. We find it funny. And uh, it's what uh, builds bonds between people. You know, um, a story and something, when I hear a story, and I want to share that. Now, can I tell it? It's just like a joke. I hear a joke. You have to kind of practice telling that joke to tell it to be as funny as the time that you heard it because you find it funny. And so there's a magic to that. There's a, a there's thing an to art. It. There's yeah. an art to it. You know, and practice. Is that kind of what you're talking about? Yeah, in a way, because I also feel like uh, it's what bonds people together when you hear a good story. You want to be able to retell it and share that again. Like, uh, for instance, growing up, uh, I was in scouting and my dad was a scoutmaster. So I remember going on a camping trip. He'd always tell the stories. He'd, he'd have uh, a lot of different stories there. And every time it would change. Every year, like, he would tell the same story again. But it would change just a little bit. But it was always, like, he never missed the, like, the, like, not necessarily the punchlines, but the, the whole story would go the same, but little details would change from here to there. Were they scary stories? No, not scary stories. It was just experience stories. He was, he had the the knack of storytelling and and the, the knack of telling jokes as well. So he would always have that up his go on with the story and it would engage. And he, he was, I would say, very masterful. I didn't get that exact uh, that I don't have that art of being able to do like, because you can hear different stories from lots of different people and just some people they can nail it they can captivate you they, like, from beginning to end has all the ingredients and to draw people in and get your attention and it doesn't matter what it is that makes it reminds me of that I, I don't know why because I love humor I love comedy and it reminds me of the Meatballs movie <laughs> yeah where, where Bill Murray he's telling the story around the campfire about the guy with the, the hook hand or something mm -hmm. and he's telling it's like yeah and he still lives in Newport. and then all of a sudden you know he's getting deep into the story hey um, this guy he has this hook hand or <laughs> and then then he he says i think he's around and he pulls up his hand and it's the hook on there you know <laughs> I mean, that's intense. They're all buying into this thing and then, bam, you know, that pops out. Mm -hmm. It's great. And it's also the same thing with songs. It doesn't necessarily, like, if, if it's a really good band or if it's a good person, it doesn't matter really what they're talking about. They can, they, they have that skill. They can draw you in. It, it, they can throw that melody. It doesn't really matter what the words they are, but they generally... They can go along with it and just, you'll just sit down and listen to it and you're like, that's a good song. And it yeah. doesn't matter what they chose to talk about, as long as they're passionate and they're a skilled performer, they can, they can draw you in. Now, a lot of times, I like the ones that are story-based, so, so it makes sense. I Especially don't if you relate a little bit, you know, you relate yeah. to something. Exactly. And different songs will hit you at different times. Like when I, I know I've heard songs when I was a kid. And I didn't relate to it. I was old. Yeah, yeah. What's well, like food? I mean, 
mean, it, you know, uh, your taste in art changes. I didn't like jazz for a long time, but then I found an appreciation for different. I didn't realize there were so many different sects of sectors of jazz, different genres of jazz, mm -hmm. and uh, different types. So now, um, when I look at music overall, I don't look at music based on a genre. Or, if you like it, that's what you like. You know, if there's something about certain types of music you like, it's good to you. Great. I mean, that's that's uh, what you're looking for. Something that uh, you know uh, is pleasant to your ears, pleasant to your mind, pleasant to thinking about. You know. And also, you got to think of some of the oldest stories told around a campfire. You got to think like the Bible. Those were stories that were passed on, like the Old Testament as well, told orally for generations until eventually they actually had an alphabet to write on the app. We live in this world of, you know, very high technology stuff, all the video, the, what do they call it, the physio thing, the, the, you can get, I mean, take yourself into a video game, put yourself in the game, not just watching with the controller, but now with that, the, 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 the visual stuff. The VR. Yeah, the VR. Virtual VR. Yeah, that's, it's uh, something else. But I think it does take, not the same. It's not the same. Um, I did uh, some study about English language and how that developed. You know, there's there's about three. We're actually going into the, like the fourth um, uh, change of the English language because you had Old English, Middle English, Modern English, and we're going into a new modern era of English as languages change. And they say about about eight hundred years, a language is totally. People couldn't understand 800 years later what people were speaking 800 years before. They would have difficulty with that. But during those times, uh, I, I think in, uh, I think it's like 9th, 10th, 11th, 12th century, maybe even beyond that, or for sure beyond that. But the entertainment in those days was storytelling. And, uh, you know, not everyone is a storyteller. But you had some good ones there that uh, they would get around, you know, in the evening, the work day is over, and everyone kind of gathered around, and this was the entertainment. And someone told a story, and they threw some music in there, they threw some, you know, a song, whatever they did, you know, and I'm sure every village had a little bit different uh, way of entertaining. But if you heard of some, I'm sure, even in that time, if you heard of someone that was good and village or two over, everyone wanted to hear their stories. And maybe that's how they turned that into a profession. Like this guy could actually, he's the storyteller, you know, or she's the storyteller or whatever, you know, and he brings his uh, whatever instrument uh, around and he tells the stories and he plays a song to go with it. And it was like the movies of the time, you know, I mean, you think, I, I never liked Shakespeare. I, I, I loved English, uh, studying English and uh, majored in English in college. I never liked the Shakespeare stuff, but that's one of those things. Like, as you get older, you, you have a thing where you're like, man, maybe I should have appreciated that a little bit more, uh, you know, because, I mean, that has some authenticity to it. Yeah, it's, it, it is something else. Yeah, it's like going to the plays here, you know, you can see it in person or you go to Broadway to watch the plays mm. there. I mean, there's something to that where you have, and it's, like I said, movies form of storytelling. It's in the songs, that's a form of storytelling. 
there's a lot of it's evolved and there's so many different sectors in doing it and even on the internet there's so many different uh spin it in different ways to entertain people through tunes through acting you know just different clips and stuff like that that i know we need to work on ours also uh one of our sponsors is sending us uh the uh the apple's vr so we're gonna have to do a uh a review on that soon too. Is that right? Yeah. All right. I know it's well, awesome. I, I, I Thank you. Appreciate that. Yes, I look forward to uh, checking that out. Yeah. Uh, I want to give them a shout out. Thank you, Apple. Shout out. Shout out. Okay. Woo! That's right. Well, I know Brent. You're you're really good at uh, you, or you you really enjoy doing songwriting. I know we don't talk. I about don't know songs. if you understand the pains of songwriting. When you say that, so, so let me tell you, a friend of mine called me the other day and he said, Brent, I, we used to play music together. And he said, man, you wrote this song. I didn't even know I was going to talk about this, but it's on mine. And he said, you wrote this song. And, uh, and I remember that because the way, you know, you were talking about it, it was just a song about life. It was called You Ain't Changing a Thing. And uh, he said, "Man, I remember that. It's it's good." And I and it, and I remembered it when he told me that. And I was like, "Man, I never finished that song. I, I want to finish that song." And he started bringing up stats of how if you don't finish a song within the first forty-five minutes of you writing the song, there's a ninety percent chance you'll never finish that song. Something like that. I don't I don't know. These, I don't I don't look into that, but. Uh, you know, that's kind of crazy, you know, uh, so so it can be painful. You want this song, you want it complete, you want to get this done, you want to get this your job, you want this, you're going to get it down. And, uh, you know, it's just like uh, being able to do something athletically. You think, man, maybe, you know, if you practice more, you can't, but no, you just move on. Well, what's the next song? What What is something else? An idea hits your head. I'm going to write something. And um, you get the writer's you're almost done with something. And you're like, why can't I finish it? Where are the words? Where is the interpretation for what I'm trying to express myself doing? How can I get the rest of that? So, I mean, it does happen. So, but when you do that, you do have a great appreciation and you understand there is a magic. There is a magic in that type of thing. I don't, I mean, you call it magic. You call it magic. You call it. Uh, or, or artistic ability or whatever you want to say. But man, it, it is not an easy thing. And, and, and a lot of people, so a lot of people may say that or look at that and say, oh, wow, you know, this just happens, but it don't just happen. With that struggle, and when you do complete it, I would imagine that the euphoria of afterwards, going like I, I got what I, I achieved the goal that I wanted, I finished it, and you you're able to share it with other people. It's just the, the power of those words that you're able to you pull out. Well, and then there's the challenge after that. You know, I wrote this, oh, okay, maybe it's good, but who's going to like it? Who's going to listen to it? Is it any good? Who is it good for? Is, it, is there an audience for this? Is there someone going to read your book? Is there someone going to listen to our podcast? You know, you know, it's the same thing. Of course, there's an audience for everything. I know some people just enjoy watching how it's made. Sometimes I could do it. Then again, there's an audience for people 
that would just watch somebody pull a lawn, clean up a yard. And I, that's all they do. I wanted to talk about uh, that, uh, you know, something that you're saying is that I meet a lot of people that want to do podcasts. Mm-hmm. And I talk about them. I talk to them about podcast ideas. I'm always looking for ideas. We, Ben and I had a struggle finding a topic even for this particular podcast. And we were just ready to lay down some material. We're going to talk. We're going to talk. We're going to say, hey, we're going to create some magic for a show. So let's talk about the magic of writing. But the thing is, is you just keep going, Ben. You just keep doing it. You just don't stop. You stay at it. I'm going to do it. That's what I do. I'm just going to keep doing it. I don't care about an opinion about somebody else. I don't care if, if they put us down, lift us up, whatever. I'm not going to get uh, proud about it. I'm not going to get down about it. I'm just going to do it because I enjoy doing it. And that's what I do. And that's what we do. And so you, you talk and you, you create something. You hope something. You hope that something's going to come out fantastic. You hope that it's going to be good. This is good. And as we continue to work on it, as as we continue to grow and get better and we upgrade our our what we have here and we're able to perform and our chemistry gets better and that we can feed off of each other and we find more inspiration from the different topics, we will achieve our goal of how we the product that we're trying to put out. And our our product is for me is to learn more, to to find the interesting things about all the different things. And then also to be able to just share what we find interesting and to share our stories. And you how did, you did an interview on the last podcast, been fantastic. Ben's first interview on the Cheap Thought podcast, knocking that out with Jim the Surfer. If you haven't listened to that, man, it's a wonderful thing. That's good stuff. Ben's yeah. yeah. listened and to that show about 30 times. This is good stuff. So, and it's just the first of many to come. So that's what I love about yeah, it. Yeah. And if you got a good story and stuff, and uh, hey, you want to be talked about, you want to be talked to, and you want Ben to give you an interview, hey, send it to us. We'll consider that. Hey, uh, we'll talk it over and see when we can get you on a show. Yeah, we like it. Yeah. We like and if you guys, and if it's not you, if it's somebody you know or somebody you want us to interview, bring them. Ben, our show is about helping people, helping people to think. We call it cheap because thoughts are cheap. We want to help people think. And we want to do more helpful shows, things that uh, will encourage people to do well, to open up people's minds to do better. We've talked about that before on our shows. And I think, man, that's, that is uh, is a magic in itself. And, and I think that's why we keep doing it. And this is brought to you by beautiful downtown Corpus Christi, Texas. Yeah. Get down here and visit us. Yeah. Cheap thought.